the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. All across the Gulf South, it's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Catholic Community Media. Good morning, you're listening to Wake Up on this beautiful Friday morning. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with David Dawson and Damian Collado. Happy Friday, guys. It is Friday. Good morning. It is Friday, and I am beginning to mildew. So, Damian, I hope you got no. some, some, some drier weather. Uh, well, you know, there's mildew preventive stuff out there. You may, you may want to uh, spray on yeah. yourself. Okay, that, means, yeah, because that doesn't sound hopeful. We, we, uh, we don't want you to get moldy. All right. Uh, in the meantime, today is the feast day of St. Timothy and Titus, who were great men who followed uh, St. Paul, as a matter of fact. And St. Paul passed on the faith to them, and they continued to pass the faith down all the way to us to this day. And so we're going to offer up a prayer on their behalf. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Almighty God, who called Timothy and Titus to be evangelists and teachers and made them strong to endure hardships, strengthen us to stand fast in adversity and to live godly and righteous lives in this present time, that with sure confidence we may look for our blessed hope, the glorious appearing in of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, amen. Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Double T, amen. pray for us. Double T. <laughs> the T team. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we will learn more about our saints later on during our Saint of the Day. But real quick, we want to remember today former New Orleans Parish, former Orleans Parish District Attorney Harry Connick Sr. He passed away at the age of 97. He was a supporter of Catholic Community Radio. He's been on on the air with us for the morning show during yeah. our pledge drives, and we wanted to remember him today um, and the repose of his soul and his family. He was surrounded by family as he passed away, so uh, awesome. I remember the wonderful work that he has done. 97? Uh, Is that life. what you said, 97? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and he was so life. alert all the time. You know, every time, yeah. I, you know, still getting around, still, still alert. Good I just, man. Uh, good, yeah. good man, yes. Yeah, fought crime for over 30 years as DA in New Orleans. Wow, 30 years. Mm. Wow, my goodness. Amazing. Well, let's start off with our wonderful lineup at 7 after Father Doug Bush joins us. He's a pastor of Our Lady of the Lake in Mandeville. And today he's going to be giving us details about the upcoming Take Courage Conference. In 18 minutes, Gary Zemak joins us, Catholic speaker and author. We're going to be talking about faith, Lent, and how we can tackle our anxiety and trust God more during this season. Looking forward to that conversation. In 35 minutes, taking it over to Notre Dame Seminary with Dr. Daniel Burns. He's a director of lay programs at the seminary, and he's going to be giving us a little bit more information about the lay formation programs and ministry programs at Notre Dame Seminary. And a lot of our listeners have been through these programs before. 
And in 48 minutes, Mark Herman will join Damien and Dave in the Baton Rouge studio to talk about the upcoming Men of the Immaculata Catholic Men's Conference, which is such a sellout, a blowout, so many men in one place. So he's going to be giving us the details about this amazing conference. So looking forward to today's guests and Damien, looking forward to your weather report today. No, you're not. Are we really? I am. No, No, I am. Are we really? (laughs) Yes, I am. I I look at the weather. (laughs) We all need to sing Rain, Rain, Go Away. Sorry to say we've got more on the way. (laughs) New Orleans... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Bayou area, already getting some rain. Baton Rouge, we'll get it in a couple hours. And uh, the Mississippi Gulf Coast as well. Uh, Likely off and on showers throughout the day. Downpours now and then. High's going to be 68, low 63. Continues through noon tomorrow, then the sun on Sunday. Good Friday morning to you. I'm Father Chris Decker, and today's gospel comes to us from Mark chapter 4. Jesus said to the crowds, This is how it is with the kingdom of God. It is as if a man were to scatter seed on the land, and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow, he knows not how. Of its own accord the land yields fruit, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. And when the grain is ripe, he wields the sickle at once, for the harvest is come. He said, To what shall we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable can we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, that when it is sown in the ground, it is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. But once it is sown, it springs up and becomes the largest of plants, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the sky can dwell in its shade. With many such parables he spoke the word to them, as they were able to understand it. Without parables he did not speak to them. But to his own disciples, he explained everything in private. Thank you, Father Chris Decker, for today's gospel. Well, if you have some events in our listening area you want to give us details about, and many of you have been calling and emailing us, giving us some wonderful information on some upcoming events, especially during Lent, you can do that at our website at ccmedia.live. Click on Events and News, then click on Submit Your Event. One of them was Father Doug Bush. He's a pastor at Our Lady of the Lake in Mandeville, and today he joins us to talk about the upcoming Take Courage conference. Good morning, Father Doug. Give us details about this wonderful gathering. Yeah, good morning. So good to be on the uh, the show, to be able to promote uh, a Take Courage conference that we're going to be having here at Aladia Lake on February the 17th um, with special guests, Father Chad Rip, Ripberger and Kyle Clement, both of them nationally known um, Father Chad is an exorcist. Uh, Kyle is his assistant. And for years, you can find them on form.org. You can find them on YouTube. Um, the conference is about diabolical influence and how we can combat that um, in our uh, individual lives, in our, fa- in our marriages, in our families. You know, And so it's going to be a powerful day-long event here, like I said, on Saturday, the 17th of February, we've got 800 uh, tickets, uh, over six, over 600 of them have already been sold. We've got people coming from, from uh, Texas, Florida, 
Alabama, Mississippi. I mean, this is a, a big event. Wow. And and it's and what it what's so valuable about it is that it's going to provide tools uh, to teach us how to navigate the battles of uh, that that confront us each day when the devil tries to tempt us to um, to believe there's no devil first, mm-hmm. uh, there's no evil, that, that God is the one who creates evil. And so it's meant to know your enemy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that he's mm-hmm. actually real, that uh, what are the things that he does in order to influence um, us on, a, on the spiritual battlefield that we have to navigate. Anyway, so this is a, it's a huge event, and, uh, and um, look forward to having lots of people here to hear Father uh, Ripberger and Kyle Clement. Wow, Father Doug, this is David. Uh, I, I think I'm seeing more and more of these type of conferences and talks and everything yeah. because it seems like spiritual warfare is definitely real, and it just seems to be showing itself more and more, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. So this is this. I, I, I initiated this conference because back in September here in Mandeville, we had the first annual New Orleans wasn't even Mandeville, yes. so it's being promoted. Um, fear Fest. Fear mm. Fest. Fear Fest. And so, okay. yeah. and so we yeah. had, literally, it was a three-day event where paranormal investigators, where voodoo priests, oh boy. where people teaching um, um, tarot card reading and crystals, all these diabolical things as yeah. we were leading, as it leads toward... Um, Oh, this honest uh, Halloween, you yeah, know? Yeah. Oh, this is completely a family event, when in reality, behind the scenes, it's far from being mm-hmm. uh, innocent, if you will. Wow. So it's out there, yes, David. Indeed. It's out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Well, and Father Doug, I know New Orleans has their annual Hex Fest, and the fact that this happened over on the North Shore, um, it's honestly quite disturbing this is a door you don't want to open and i think that the modern culture is trying to open that door and say oh no this will bring you peace or this will bring you good fortune and good (laughs) vibes and all this stuff when in reality it's the complete opposite of that Uh, it is a complete opposite of that um the devil wants us to believe one that he's not real and that evil is not real and that and that uh, there's no hope in this uh, world today, okay? Mm-hmm. That there's no God, there's no faith, religion, and organized religion is, uh, is nonsensical, okay? So we have a growing culture of nuns, N-O-N-E-S, where mm-hmm. people are not even, you know, the world is all, this is all there is, so I got to get the most out of it as, mm-hmm. as much as I can. And so that that's what this battlefield is all about to let people know no there's more there's hope out there yes there, there's a mm-hmm. god who loves you right. <laughs> so well, take so absolutely. take courage it's me i like Lord that says. father yeah. doug uh how much does it cost or is there a cost to the event and do they have to get tickets in advance since it seems like people are coming from numerous states yeah yeah and so it does cost Forty dollars. That includes a whole day of events and includes lunch. We've got lunch, all the uh, the things. Um, people can go to our website at 
www.ollparish.info, www.ollparish.info. Great. And they can uh, sign up right there online. They can uh, pay their fee. And uh, it's going to be a great event. I've got a lot of people who are excited about, about this. They want to know more. Yeah. yeah, wonderful. Well, and wonderful. it's important to do that as well. Father Doug Bush, pastor over at Early the Lake Church in Mandeville. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you attend this event, you get to see Father Doug Bush. There and he's go. always a joy yeah. to, to talk to. <laughs> uh, yeah. so. I don't know if that's a treat yeah, or not. Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it is, though. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, Father Bush. <laughs> Absolutely. God bless you all. Thank you so much. (laughs) Stay with us. It's 15 past the hour on Wake Up. This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for January 26th. Today we celebrate Saints Timothy and Titus. Today's two saints give us a glimpse of life in the early church. The zeal for the apostolate, the devotion to Jesus, the deep bonds of friendship that sustained them. Timothy and Titus were bishops who spent most of their time on the road. Both worked with St. Paul and became two of his most faithful friends. Paul actually converted Timothy, who later joined him in his apostolic work, including the founding of the church in Corinth. Paul eventually installed Timothy as his representative at the church of Ephesus. Timothy died at the end of the first century, probably in the year 97. Titus became one of Paul's most trusted friends, as they preached the gospel at Corinth and in Macedonia. When Paul was having trouble with the community at Corinth, he chose Titus to help smooth over the problems. His final assignment was the organization of the Christian community on the island of Crete. He died around the year 94. Both Timothy and Titus remind us that the world is saved not by what we do, but by what God does through the life he creates for us. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day. It is 19 past the hour. You are tuning your heart to the truth. Gary Zimak now joins us. He's a Catholic evangelist speaker and author. He does all the things, and we're so grateful to have him with us. Gary, thank you so much for joining us today. Gabby, thanks for having me. You know, I always love coming on the show. Well, we love having you. We are number one fans of the Zimak family, and we love promoting (laughs) your stuff because Gary Lent is only a few weeks away, and we have to tell our listeners about Give Up Warrior for Lent because this is something that can be such a great companion throughout the 40 days. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about it? Oh, I would love to, Gabby. You know, this is the fifth year that uh, Give Up Worry for Lent, the book, has been out. And, and I'll tell you, it just keeps growing more and more. I'm getting ready to go across the country and lead a bunch of parish missions, speaking about the book. But you know what I noticed? This is the first time, this is the earliest I've seen the book crack the top 10 of Amazon's Easter category. So oh, it's wow. already yes. selling. Yeah, it's, and it's sold out in the past. So just wanted to come on and mention quickly, if anybody is interested in getting a copy of Give Up, Worry for Lent, now would be the time to do it. 
And, uh, and, and also, uh, I'm going to officially kick off the 2024 version of Give Up Worry for Lent on Catholic Answers Live on February the 9th. Hmm. So I'm getting set to do a, you know, a full hour on Catholic Answers Live. I know you guys carry that on your station. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so we're getting ready. We're getting ready. And also my daily email reflection, I call it Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled, I'm going to be shifting to a Give Up Worry for Lent theme beginning the, the week of Ash Wednesday. And that's free of charge if anybody's interested. Just go to followingthetruth.com, and we will walk through Lent together and try, with it. God's help, to give yeah. up worry for 2024. And you just quickly, before we move on, I get excited when I talk about this. In case anybody's saying, well, I did this before. I yeah. did it in 2022 or 2023. We have a whole new set of temptations yep. and problems to worry about in 2024, and I'm in the middle of a big one right now, so I really mm. get this. So I want to walk with anybody who wants to walk with me, and let's give up worry for 2024 during life. Yep, yep, I like it. <laughs> Might be a really great companion. Yeah. Uh, Gary, this is great. Uh, I'm definitely going to be picking up my copy this Lent. I can't believe it's been five years. But a lot of yeah. people also during Lent try some new things. They try to form a deeper relationship with God. Like, this is the time where I'm really going to enhance my prayer life or crack open the Bible and start reading Scripture. And that's kind of what we're going to be discussing today is Scripture and the Bible. Sometimes that can be hard to understand, the text in the Bible, the stories in the Bible. I know Father Mike Schmidt's Bible in the Year has done a really great job with really diving into the specifics of the stories and Scripture passages. But what can we do this Lent with the idea of the Bible being difficult to understand? How can we use the Scriptures to really form a closer relationship with God this Lent? Well, you know, Gabby, here's something that hit me, and this actually comes from today's Gospel, the Gospel from today's Daily Mass. And uh, St. Mark writes in Mark 4.33, with many such parables, he's talking about Jesus telling parables, with many such parables, he spoke to wor the Word to them as they were able to understand it. Jesus used parables because he wanted to reach people who might not be familiar with advanced theological concepts, who might be people like me, who aren't that bright, you know, who are just of average intelligence. He wants to reach each one of us. And he literally speaks to us through the words of Scripture. That's him speaking to me. So therefore, I don't have to be a Scripture scholar to understand the Bible. And it took me a long time to, to, to break through that and realize, like, hey, he could speak to me, even if I don't know everything about the details. Absolutely, try to learn more. You mentioned Father Mike Schmitz. He does a great job. There are tools available. But in the meantime, there is some way that the Lord can speak to each of us through Scripture. And that's why I use Scripture verses throughout every one of my books. He can speak to us in some way, and He will speak to us. And what I say, and actually I'm in my daily email reflection today, I write about this, and what I say, and I really believe this, is don't focus on what you don't understand. Focus on what you do understand. Mm. And even if this, the message is as simple as, okay, there's a lot of crazy names. I don't get these scenarios. I don't know these towns, right? Just you can console yourself with the simple fact that God is speaking to us through the pages of Scripture. I don't even have to understand it, but the message, my takeaway for a very complex uh, passage is that, hey, God's trying to speak to me through this. And knowing that he wants to speak to me, that's a good message. So if that's all I get out of a Bible passage, I think that's more than enough. But the Bible is for everyone, 
and the more you study it, the more you become familiar with it, he's going to open up new meanings of, of passages. But for right now, just relax, let him speak to you through Scripture. And, um, and that's what I found. And the more I do this, the more he speaks, and then I, I go on to another level. But, you know, a lot of times just a very simple message that I get when I read Scripture. Yeah, most definitely. Things change when you read scripture. They things do. change when you read the Bible every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Things, wonderful things start happening. You start th- seeing things differently, feeling differently. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then maybe start trying it yeah. just a little every day. Um, it doesn't have to be an hour long, 30 minutes long. It can be as little right. as five minutes, 10 minutes. Gary, we're all busy people. You've talked about your struggle with anxiety. So many of us are struggling with that right now. How can yeah. we turn to scripture to really kind of help us trust in God throughout the day, despite the different challenges we may face, um, and turn to scripture uh, to really help us with that? You know, Gabby, I'm a big believer in when we hear a passage or when we, when we hear a, a reading proclaimed at church, try to get one message out of it. Ask the Lord, ask the Holy Spirit to open your heart, and, okay, Lord, give me one thing from this. And oftentimes you're going to get something like the words of Jesus, let not your heart be troubled, or why are you still afraid? Have you no faith? Or, you know, just so many different things that Jesus has said to us. Our Father, your Father in heaven knows what you need before you ask. I don't know. That's very comforting to me. Yeah. So just don't don't try too hard, but just look at, you know, key in on one message when you hear a scripture passage. And again, I'm not trying to self-promote, although I guess I am. My daily email <laughs> reflection is one Bible verse, and, you know, it's a very short reflection, a couple minutes. Give up worry for Lent, a Bible verse, and a short reflection for busy people, people like me. I don't have a long yeah. attention span. Mm-hmm. It helps me to, uh, to look at things that way. And I'd like to help anybody else. It is possible. The Lord wants to speak to us through His Word. That's what I like I mean, about you, Gary. You, you're, you're very yeah. relatable. <laughs> you're, you, you feel like you're one of us, you know. And, <laughs> and so, so to, I am. Yeah, well, you're talking about I the am, uh, your, your attention span and, and such. Yeah. And yes, yes, we worry. We worry. But you're, you're right there in the trenches with us, but you're helping us work that out. So I really appreciate that. I think that is, that's fantastic. Oh, thanks, David. I really appreciate your, your comments. And, and I am one of, I, look, I'm going through this. My wife and I are going through some things right now. Her anxiety is through the roof. We Aww. can't explain why it's happening. Yeah. She's not sleeping, but we are working. We're praying through this together. And you know what? The Lord is bringing her through it and, and me through it, too, because if she hurts, I hurt, too. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but the Lord's in charge, and that's what we're trying to remember every day. Mm-hmm. And I believe that. Yeah. Gary, you're about to be very busy. Are you still accepting Lenten speaking engagements this year? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh, Gabby. I hate to say this, but I have an opening this year. For some reason, there ah. is an opening. Last year, I had to start before Lent. I had to go after Lent. This year, I, there, I have one opening left. So if somebody, it is mm-hmm. not too late to bring me in to speak. And he's been here before. Wow. That's oh, he I has. Mm-hmm. Where, where can our <laughs> listeners go, back. Gary, to... <laughs> to contact you, but also check out your many, many publications. Gabby, the easiest thing to do is go right to my website, followingthetruth.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Gary Zimek, Catholic evangelist, speaker, and author, and founder of followingthetruth.com. Thank you for joining us, Gary. Thanks, Gabby, and everybody. Thank you for having me. Always great to be with you guys. God bless you. Take care. 
All right. Highly recommend. And I know, Damien, I think you and I, you have done this as well, the Bible in a year, especially during the Old Testament. Those passages can be very tricky. Mm -hmm. And you're like, wait, what did I just read? (laughs) Father Mike really puts it together. You guys are right. And and when I delved into the Old (laughs) Testament, which I had done recently, it it wasn't that long ago when I started doing it, you think it's daunting. You think it's, it's, you know, some areas are dark and everything. But the more you read that Old Testament... That's where I I see a deep, deep, profound love uh, and a profound showing of God's love for us, isn't Mm -hmm. it? I mean, I just, uh, you know, you just just keep reading it, and the depth of God's love for us starts to reveal itself in the Old Testament more than anything. Yeah. And then how it ties in with the New is just beautiful. The New Testament, that's it. It's beautiful. It's right. And uh, there's a lot of resources out there for yeah. you to get started. And, uh, you know, uh, you go go and explore. Uh, if we can list a few, we will do that as well. But yeah. uh, I know uh, Regnum Christi, they have a daily. A lot of these daily uh, scripture reading, gospel readings, will actually e- be emailed to you in the morning. Yes, and yes. And you right. can look at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, With a reflection, Father, I might add. Yeah, oh, the reflections are powerful. We had Father yes. Burke Masters. He mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. has his own uh, blog and daily uh, reflection as well as scripture. So yeah. uh, do that and maybe make that a Lenten uh, challenge for yourself and uh, t- try to tie into uh, getting in touch with Christ and, and the message he's trying to send to you on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's worthwhile. I do too. I agree. I think so as well. Wonderful. Well, we have a few weeks we can start thinking about maybe what we'll be doing extra. Uh, maybe instead of giving up something for Lent, maybe we can dive into Scripture a little bit I like more. Right. Good yeah. job. Yes, yes, Gabby. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're taking it over to Notre Dame Seminary when we return from the break. Dr. Daniel Burns joins us. He's going to be telling us a little bit more about the lay programs over at the seminary in New Orleans. It is half past the hour on Wake Up. past the hour. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm David Dawson along with Damian Collada and Gabby Smith. And right now we are joined by Dr. Daniel Burns. He is the director of the lay program at Notre Dame Seminary. And we're going to talk about the lay ministry programs and the lay formations uh, program, lay formation programs uh, that are going on at Notre Dame. Good morning, Dr. Burns. Hey, good morning, David. It's good to hear from you. Good to hear from you again. He also might add he puts on a darn good retreat because it was about, I don't know how many years ago when you put on a retreat that I attended, and I still think about it to this day. So, uh, Oh, well, that's great. And I'm I, glad to I, hear that. I think it was helping me also delve into the Old Testament. So you are quite the educator, um, and, and it didn't go over my head. You know, I wasn't drooling <laughs> on myself. I understood all the words that you were saying. So, But look, <laughs> I, we have a real treasure in the lay ministry program that I think are really um, a lot of folks don't even know about yet. Talk about the lay ministry programs. All right. So there is so there there are two programs uh, for lay ministry at Notre Dame Seminary. Mm-hmm. There is what is referred to as the Institute for Lay Ecclesial Ministry, or ILM for short. And by the way, you can get all of this. You go to nds.edu and you click on the link that says lay programs, okay. and it'll. it'll you can go straight there, and it'll it'll bring it'll get it'll get you what you need. Mm-hmm. So there's the Institute for Lay Ecclesial Ministry, which is a lay leadership training program um, 
for, for the Archdiocese and the surrounding dioceses, right, at Notre Dame Seminary, so you mm-hmm. go to the seminary, usually in a Saturday format, you know, like a, yeah. kind of an all-day Saturday format, maybe about five classes a semester. Okay. Um, so the Institute consists of academic coursework in, in theology and a holistic, you know, and like a, it's, it's really great. It's like a holistic experience, like spiritual, human, intellectual, pastoral formation. It takes about two and a half years you're doing spiritual direction, academic courses, annual retreats, formation days, um, all carried out. That's, that's, that's designed to inspire the lay person to go out there and be a great leader, right? right? To go be a great leader in yeah. the parish. That is so fantastic. After, and, and you're yeah. talking about a schedule that, that can fit other folks. I mean, you know, if you've got a full-time career and such, I mean, this still fits yeah. in your schedule, right? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Like mm-hmm. I said, you know, most of the classes happen on the Saturday format. You know, you're told what those dates are way ahead of time, mm-hmm. right? So you, can, so you can schedule it in. So, I mean, it is a commitment, right? Yeah, so, I yeah. mean, it, it, you know, so it, it is a commitment. Right now, we don't do a whole lot. Um, There's not a big, big online component. And we really do value um, our lay ecclesial ministers coming to Notre Dame Seminary and spending the day praying with the seminarians, you know, going to wow. lunch with the seminarians there. Yeah. So the idea is that you're kind of you're kind of like you know growing up in your formation with the priests that you may be serving with at a parish on the parish level. My goodness. Now when does a semester begin? How does that work? How how do, how, how would we get started with that? Right. So <laughs> the way you would get started uh, first you can call me. Okay. That's easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, yeah, you you, you you can call me at Notre Dame Seminary or you can email um, the email uh, address is is lay programs because there's two, layprograms at nds.edu. Okay. So you can go to the website. Um, and, uh, and I should mention here, so that there, uh, I, I work as the director of the program, but uh, the indispensable work of my coworker, uh, Monique Lejean, mm-hmm. and she runs the program with me. Okay. Um, so b- between, between me and her, uh, we'll, we can get all your questions answered. So, um, it, you know, it, it works on a semester basis. Yeah. We have um, we have so to enter into the lay ecclesial ministry track. It, it has a um, uh, they, we start on a cohort, right? So mm-hmm. we have a new cohort beginning uh, in January, in one year from now. But okay. uh, if you wanted to start take, taking some classes, uh, the next class, uh, the next the next semester will begin. We have some classes running this summer. Um, that would start in June, and then again in August. Oh, okay, throughout the summer. For, for the fall semester. That is yeah. great. Can Can you give me an example of one of the classes, or what the topic is? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, there are scripture classes, like we have, you know, a, you know, a class in the Old Testament, a mm-hmm. class in the New Testament. Um, we have what we call the the dogmatics class, uh, which is a profession of faith one and two, where you learn about Trinity. And Christology and ecclesiology, okay. um, you know, Mariology. I mean, all these wonderful, yeah. all, the, all, all the great ologies. <laughs> we have more. We have a moral theology class. You know, introduction to moral theology okay. and an introduction to liturgy and sacraments. So, wow, you're really hitting on the major topics. Like yeah, you are. Uh, scripture, doctrine, uh, moral theology, and liturgy and sacraments. It's great stuff. I mean, world-class professors. So, um, so suppose I, w- I want to enroll, I want to get started, you know, what kind of level of intellect do I have to have? Can I just come on in as a lay person, <laughs> or do I have to have, like, multiple degrees, or, yeah. you know, how oh, does no, that no, work? No, 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 not, not okay. at all. So we, assess, we, we really do assess that on a case-by-case basis. 
So first off, get in touch with me, super accessible, right? Mm -hmm. If you're interested in coming aboard, you know, you know, let's have a phone call. Tell me your story, right? Yeah. So generally speaking, you might need a college degree that might be helpful. Yeah. But we have, we have people who don't, mm -hmm. um, in, you know, in, in the Institute for Lay Ecclesial Ministry. Uh, we have people who haven't been in the classroom. Maybe you do have a college degree, but it was 30 years ago. Right. You know, right. Yeah. Uh, we have we have we have plenty of people um, who haven't been in school for decades. And we have we have plenty of people who never left school yet. <laughs> right. You right. know, and, and, every, and everything in between. So yeah. um, it, the most important thing for this program in order to get in. Right. Is that you are an employee or a volunteer at a parish, at a school, on the diocesan level, and you have a passion for serving Christ in His church, right? So this is designed to help lay people do what they do better. There you go. Well, there Daniel, go. Uh, this yeah. is Damien. Uh, good morning to you. It sounds like morning, you, you're almost getting a half of diaconateship to me. You Two and a half years versus five, you're going to be a leader. Okay. That's what deacons are in the church parish. What type of leadership role do they normally fall in when they get back to the church parish right so in order to get into the program you know the you have to be in a relationship with your pastor mm -hmm. you know or you know it, you know you're already you are already working as a lay ecclesial minister okay, okay? and you could be you did this as catechists or catechists dres charity workers counselors um um religion teachers uh, I mean, these are, uh, you know, the, the parish, you know, the parish secretary, you know, music ministry, liturgy, that kind of thing. Just so this is, if you are a lay person and you're working on the parish level, diocesan level, school level, really in anything, you know, either volunteering or getting paid to do it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, th this program is for you. And yeah, so the idea is for it to help form you. First of all, like, so, so there's the academic stuff. So, you, so you, you, you arrive at a more robust understanding of Catholic Church teaching. Good. Yes. But it's way more than that. You're learning prayer. You're learning, you're learning how to work with a pastor effectively. Like we, have, we were having seminars when, you know, where you're being taught by a pastor, like, listen, this is what priests are looking for. That's how you can, you know, you know straighten out communication lines. Mm -hmm. So it's also very practical stuff, too. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And wow, that, what's ahead. the cost to the program, if any? Right. So, um, so it, it be, uh, the, there are a number of um, uh, just kind of levels here, right? I see. So um, it is around. Uh, let's see what it is. It's around. So if you if you came into it without any financial aid, it's about eight hundred dollars per credit hour, and okay. you're and you're looking at taking you're looking at taking you know five to six uh, five to six credit hours a semester. Mm -hmm. But if you're in a ministry situation, which is what just about everybody is, mm -hmm. that's cut in half. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. So, so yeah. it's $400 a credit hour. And if you're in the Archdiocese of New Orleans, um, and I'm not sure, you know, so our, our listenership, I know a number of them are going to be in the Archdiocese of New Orleans. There's an added scholarship called um, the Handing on the Faith Program, which, which, knocks the, which knocks the per credit hour down to around $200. Oh credit. my goodness. Okay. Right. What, what if you work um, at a radio okay. station? Uh, what, what do you? Uh, I'm kidding. If I'm you kidding. consider, if you know, if you if, if, if you consider it Catholic ministry, we'll take it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doctor Burns, thank you so much for joining us with this. Like I said, we got a lot of valuable treasures around here in South Louisiana, and uh, you guys Absolutely. are one of them. So, so really appreciate this. Uh, um, Gabby is also going to have some uh, links to guide folks in the right direction. So. 
Once again, appreciate you joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. When we come back, we're going to be talking to some folks from Men of the Immaculata. That's coming up in Baton Rouge. Damon will be talking about that. It's 44 past the hour on Wake Up. minutes before the top of the hour welcome back to wake up on this friday morning it's going to be another wet one folks so prepare accordingly but when it comes to spirituality i have two gentlemen in studio with me right now and they are ready to help you prepare for the spiritual battle that we face day in and day out i'm talking about mark herman as well as johnny dunaway and they are with men of immaculata they are here to talk about the eighth annual conference that is going to be taking place february 17th in baton rouge and tell everyone about it welcome gentlemen Good morning, yes. Good morning. Glad to be here. Yeah, we had to count on our fingers here before we got started on if this this was the 8th annual or 7th <laughs> annual, because like I tell a lot of people, we, we were blessed to not have to skip the COVID year. We had our, our conference in 2020, uh, a few weeks before the COVID lockdown, and then in 21, we were able to, to, to keep going at half capacity. But we are blessed every year to have, on the first Saturday of Lent, a dynamic conference at St. George Church here in Baton Rouge, a beautiful campus, a beautiful parish that lets us opens their doors and lets us use the church. Uh, and we're able to get, uh, hopefully, God willing, about a thousand men in that in that church. Um, and we have some dynamic speakers uh, this year that are, again, just going to take you your, your faith to the next level uh, and, and really do so as we we get into Lent. So it's a great way to start your, your Lenten journey. Yeah. Johnny, what is the theme this year? And at the same time, who are some of the speakers? Oh, great, great theme this year. Behold the Lamb of God. We Last year, we talked about prepare to meet God. Yeah. Now we're prepared. We're armed. Let's, let's behold. Embrace. Let's behold the Lamb of God. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Look. Listen. Let, let him into your world, into your life. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're excited about it. We do have some great speakers this year, as we've always had. And uh, uh, it's just always dynamic. Of course, well, first, first and foremost is, is the, the lunchtime speaker is always John Foles, <laughs> our, our, our friend and brother in Christ in the Catholic Church. It's and amazing how he has a different story to share every year. That really is. It, sometimes that, that short story would be the one. But we've got we've – got, um, uh, uh, on the local level, again, also Deacon Michael Parker will come and speak, and he's, of course, dynamic. He's at Sacred Heart with Father right. Josh, and uh, so he'll bring his dynamic energy. Yes. And uh, uh, you got Father Larry Richards. Oh, my goodness. The, what an author. I've read a number of his books, and uh, he's fantastic. Yes, yes. Yeah, he'll, he'll get you woke. He'll, he'll wake us up as the first speaker, and uh, he's got a sense of humor. That I love, you know. Yes. So he's definitely gonna gonna get the guys uh, energized and engaged right there first thing in the morning. And he could relate to a wide audience, young people, middle age, and even the elderly. It's just amazing. He's got a great gift. I'm looking forward to hearing him as well. And then, um, is it Mark Hauk? Mark Hauk. Yeah. In fact, I uh, heard of Mark Hauk. You know, the first time I heard about him, it was actually on uh, secular media news because um, he was. Uh, 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 he's he's a, uh, a anti or pro life advocate and um, really did a lot of sidewalk counseling at, at abortion clinics in Pennsylvania hmm. and uh, he was in the news because 
he got into a little bit of an altercation and actually uh, had a, a raid on his house. Oh, is that the guy? Exactly. That's and, oh, and was arrested. Have him coming? Yes. So yes, he's coming. I mean, so yeah, that's the one where the FBI came exactly. to his that's house exactly early right. in yeah. the morning yeah. in front of the yeah. kids. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. FBI raid. Um, he he uh, in 2023 was acquitted of all charges. Yes. Um, and re- since then, he's really gone on to be an advocate for religious freedom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really what he's going to talk about is standing up for your faith, right? And that's, that's difficult to do in today's, today's world. Um, you kind of want to sometimes, you know, walk that fine line. But he said, you know, there's, there's no line to walk, right? It's either the truth or it's not. And he's really going to be a great advocate for that. Um, and, and just it, with that theme, you know, the whole – this three-year period, we've been really following – uh, the path to uh, to Eucharistic revival, right? So every single theme that we've had is really involving the Eucharist, which is the source yeah. and summit. And y'all will have uh, Bishop Michael Duca. He will do mass yes. in also a Eucharistic procession. Yes, indeed. Yes, and that we we did that for the first time last year, uh-huh. and it was so awesome, beautiful, well received, and quite a witness to people who were driving around the church or down Segan Lane. Uh, at at St. George, uh, just a holy time, and and uh, we we pres- had a great procession, and uh, many men have never done that. Uh, that's mm-hmm. didn't even know what it was, right? That until is you, absolutely until you right. Actually, uh, had it. Yeah, that was flesh. the first time I had ever done a Eucharistic procession. Yeah, yeah. and uh, what what a great thing to do and witness and and literally visibly profess what you believe and who you are. Will there be a number of local priests as well hearing confessions like you do on an annual basis? Because sometimes that's the only time some of these guys make a confession. Amen. And so, yes, there are all, of course, all of them are invited. And, sure. and we pray that they will be there. And some, you know, like Father, for example, Father Larry Richards is a parish pastor. <laughs> so he, he'll have to, when he does his talk, he has to get back to his home parish. But yes, yeah, so we understand that. But yeah, so... Uh, our priests will usually show up at seven o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and some of them will yeah. stay till four, well, y'all, four o'clock. Y'all open up at what? What time? So we open up the doors at six thirty, and we uh, we tell guys to get there. You know, between six thirty and seven thirty, we'll have continental breakfast in the morning. We'll have the exhibit hall open, which we've got a lot of exhibitors there, ministries, and otherwise. And then the church will open up around seven. Um, and as Johnny said, you know, we have a lot of priests that are there all throughout the day. They set up different chairs and stations around the church so you know if uh yeah, if you need confessions to confession, all day exactly yeah. grab grab a priest and find a chair and uh and go to it so that's what we always say we're, we're really trying to immerse guys in the sacraments between reconciliation uh and and mass you know that's really where it, that's really where it's at what time will mass be Mass is generally because, around ten thirty. Yeah, because yeah. if you can't make the first session or two, but you want to still go to oh, mass exactly. and, and catch the afternoon, yeah. you could do that, right? Ten thirty to eleven thirty, generally speaking, is mass. Uh, it'll run maybe a little bit longer because it's it's a lot of a lot of guys to get through uh, communion, uh, and then we'll start lunch uh, there that eleven forty five noon. Um, you know, our, our claim to fame is we have the best conference lunch, you know, in the country, right? <laughs> hey, when well, you got you John get, Foles preparing, yeah, yeah. where you get crawfish etouffee and jambalaya and, and 
the in the kind of uh, cuisine that that Chef exactly. offers us. Yeah. So it's 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 wonderful. And then uh, you you have the uh, procession as well as the rosary in the afternoon. That's right? after lunch. You know, after a big Cajun meal, we need guys <laughs> up out of their seats. We need them processing around the church outside, get those legs going, uh, and then we finish up with with Deacon Michael Parker to kind of be our closer. You know, Wonderful. sending us home, and we're we have to wrap up by about two forty five to get uh, St. George turned around for, for 4 p.m. vigil, and some guys stay around for, for vigil mass. Okay. Uh, their families come, and they stay for vigil. So, Final seconds, where do they go to get tickets? Minimumimmaculata.com. It's a social media you can find, and you'll find the QR code. Or it'll also tell you an email address. Um, and you, we're, we should be easy to find. The, the uh, uh, signage with the QR code went out to, I think, all the parish bulletins this week. Okay. Uh, so the QR code is in there. But, yeah, if, if you can't find or just show up on that Saturday morning, yeah. February 17th. And get yeah, a get, ticket get your tickets. Yeah, we're, we're uh, over half sold out now, and tickets are ramping up as we get close. Uh, Eventbrite's also the place to get it, $75. Uh, get you uh, the whole day and, uh, and, and, and get your tickets and be there February 17th. February 17th, St. George Catholic Church in Baton Rouge, Men of Immaculata. Johnny Dunaway, Mark Herman, thank you so much. Keep thank up you. doing God's work, oh, you here. Appreciate it. We'll right. see you guys out there. You bet. All right, we will wrap up with a prayer, gentlemen, if you don't mind. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. God, our Father, you gave your saints, Timothy and Titus, the courage and wisdom of, of the apostles. May their prayers help us to live holy lives and lead us to heaven, our true home. We ask this through Christ our Lord, amen. amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you back here Monday at 7 a.m. Central Time. Thank you so much to our production crew, Jeff Blackwell, our audio director, and Karen Cotton, our video technical director. Monday's show is a good one. Eileen Harbison from the Cynical on the Lake in Metairie will give us details on some upcoming retreats. Alan Migliorato talks about raising Catholic teens in today's world. And Dr. David Whitten will give us a theology lesson over from Fran Yu in Baton Rouge. Have a wonderful Friday and a great weekend. God bless. Wake Up is a production of Catholic Community Media.